Nothing serious with Gary and Natasha. Natasha, what up? What's going on, Gary? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, what's going on with you? I'm I'm or, sick again. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even worse now than before. But we have reached a milestone. Episode okay. thirty. All right, three zero, big three zero. Okay. Uh, I'm not for play play. Okay, okay. Natasha called an emergency podcast <laughs> i have no idea what she's going to talk about until we start talking um she would not tell me so what's going on tasha natasha well, um prior before we jump into what happened tell me how was your week how how are things with um hinge bay i'm going good um pink i'm texting her right now everything's going good nothing crazy nothing to report on um i did i do have a confession to make i don't think i, I wasn't i don't think i was gonna say this but fuck it i don't care um okay. i invited someone over this weekend just to see if there was something there and there wasn't at all like i just wanted to see if someone was there but there wasn't like no sexual feelings or more of like just like straight platonic friends hopefully she's not and, but <laughs> and this is a um a babe we've talked about before yeah in the past in the past like it's just it was straight platonic like we 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 played mario kart <laughs> like like straight Aww. yeah straight platonic things but i just wanted to see if someone was there so like there wasn't just, no, she's cool people like like she'll but she she's a great friend. But there's nothing, there's nothing else besides that. Okay. Yeah. And uh Hinge Bay I take it doesn't know about this? No. Okay. And well. she doesn't listen to the podcast, so she probably will never know about this. <laughs> podcast one day, but we've only been on one date, so can't knock but, that's true. And you know, but it does have the potential to be serious, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Well, we named this episode I Am Not for Play Play because the most interesting shit has transpired with me. Okay. Um, so. Telling you about it. We received an email after our last episode. Yep. Um, I'm going to read to our listeners this email. It, uh, bonjour. I am, uh, we're omitting the name, yep. an American living in France for a university, but please do not say my name on your show. What up, I France? Never, what up, France? <laughs> I never email about these things. But I've just listened to your relationship goals show on iTunes, and I absolutely loved it. You two are so bloody hilarious. I recently had an experience with a guy who bragged about his oral skills. 
I shaved the perfect landing strip for him. When he went down to take care of me, he bit me. Then he kept licking and biting me. Mm. I tried to help guide him, but it was like the pig was competing in a pie-eating contest. I finally (laughs) told him to piss off, and I was forced to put an ice pack on my jewels. Oh, wow. Uh, An ice pack. I would have punched him. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Natasha is lucky. I would really like to meet this master eater she experienced, but only when she's done, of course. Maybe I could fly him to Paris to, how did she say, let me disrespect his face? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome job on your podcast. The girls in my dormitory are binging on it now. Please, me too. Please don't use my name, but no, I love that. I love your show. So, we received this. Me and Gary laughed at it like, oh, wow, you know, listeners coming out of France. Um, you know, yeah. her her experience was funny. It was cute. I decided we should facilitate a meet and greet between <laughs> Lake Lanier in France. Okay. First off, good idea or bad idea? Um, it doesn't matter how you feel about Lake Lanier. Um, it was new. I wouldn't have done it. But to each his own. Okay. Well, for me, I felt like it was funny. Okay. And and it was cute. Did you read it to Lake Lanier? Yes. Okay. I don't think Lake Lanier has ever um, been out of the country. Okay. Um, so why would I? And, you know, his oral skills are second to none. Why would I stand in the way? I didn't know how things would turn out. So... Let me tell you how they turned out. Okay. Um, I told him that we got the email, mm-hmm. and I told him, you know, I would any emails that we got, we would filter them and send him only the best prospects. And he's like, "I'm gonna tell you this exchange exchange kind of verbatim because okay. I want to know your thoughts if you're siding with him." or if you understand where I am coming from. Okay. So I told him, you know, we'll filter his prospects because, I mean, I know he doesn't need help pulling ladies, but this would be a unique opportunity. And he's like, are you trying to pass me off? And why would you do this? And I was like, no, I'm not a blocker, and I'm not trying to pass you off. I was like, as you can see, I still talk to and communicate with you. It's not about passing you off. Um and so I was like, do you want to go to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? That's nuts, babe. And I was like, yeah, she seems nice. He's like, you're nice, too. And I'm like, yeah, but this chick wants to fly you to Paris. Like, why was that your response that I'm nice, too? He was like, well, you're sexy as fuck. And she probably would chain me up in her basement. 
And I'm like, well, did you chain me up in yours? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she's pretty. I think you'd be attracted to her. And he's like, how do you know what she looked like? And I'm like, because I have our picture. And I was like, no, I'm not going to send it to you. Because if you're interested, I want you to contact her or let her contact you. That way you're protected and dating but nothing serious is protected because we're neutral. Um, he was like, well, I'm not going to. And I'm like, why? This kind of seems like a no brainer. <laughs> he was like, well, why would I say yes? For one, she's in Paris and I don't know what she looks like. Last but not least, I like our times together. Okay. And I said, well, she's from here, here meaning Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure she'll be back. She's gorgeous. And you could easily see her if you agree to let me give her your contact information, at least your IG. And like I said, our good times, I like our times, our good times together, and that won't change. And he was like, well, I'm not sure what to say. And I'm like, he's like, it's up to you. And I'm like, it's up to you. I was like, we're probably going to get a few of these. Um, and that's what happens when I brag about how amazing you are. Um, so, it, okay, so we go back and forth. Um, and so finally, he's like... You can give her my information. Just know that I'm very picky. Okay. So he and thought said, about it and proceeded. And he proceeded. I said, I'll give her your info. If nothing comes from it, you never have to talk to her again, or this could be the perfect love connection. He's like, you know, here's my information. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loyal, by the way. Um, and I was like, okay, I mean, that's good. I guess we never got that far. He was like, well, we should give it a go. We like each other. <laughs> and anyway, this night, let me fast forward so that this doesn't I get I think both of y'all on two different playing fields. We, I think we were first. Yeah, because he, he doesn't want to do it. But why did he agree? Because you're not giving, it's like you're not giving him a choice. That wasn't my intention. Because he's looking at it like, why is she doing this if we had something here? I texted him and told him all of the red flags, all the things that I'm just like, mm, I don't know, you know, these are the exact instances that make me hesitant about you. Mm hmm. And I'm like, I like you, but this is why I hesitate. And he was just like, I'm being completely honest. He's giving me his reasons. He's giving me specifics. He's like, I can tell you. I can show you. He's like, we were talking about this one lady who texts him all the time. And, you know, he was talking about that. Like, he just kind of put it all out there. Anyway. In the meantime, you know, because he was at work, I am emailing France. Okay. We're talking about him. Um, she was very persistent in knowing where he and I stood. And it was a little bit of trouble going back and forth on email. And I was like, can we just talk? Because, I mean, I was like, I feel like a lot of the things that you're asking me just don't apply because he and I weren't together. 
So we talked. Smart girl. She is beautiful. Um, her parents, she lives in France. Okay. Um, and she's from here, but her parents. I do we want to give were, out this information that might tell who she is. Okay. Um, yeah, her parents work abroad, so that's why she's over there. Okay. Um, but she, you know, she comes home, you know, I guess English. I mean, she speaks a couple of different languages, just a great catch. And she was so funny because she's, she said that she really just needed a correction is what she kind of kept saying because (laughs) she kept having nightmares about the biter. So she just needed a correction. And I'm just like, you know, well, I, I was like, me and him, we're cool. We hang out. But whatever happens between you guys, I mean, it happens. You know, good luck. So that night, I go over to his place. We have, I don't know, date night plan. Okay. We are hanging out. Um, I got him sick. I feel so bad. But I got him sick. Um, so he's like sniffling. Um, we were eating pizza. We're laughing. We're talking. We just do what we do. Cause he's like, his, his personality is second to none. And there was one point, um, during the night, um, during our conversation, I, I was thinking about how honest and real he had been with me in our text messages earlier, just about current circumstances, current finances, current goals, everything. And when we were sitting there, I don't know, I just started liking him. Like, for real liking him. Are you listening to me? Yes, I am. Okay, because <laughs> I thought that, that was a little bit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm listening. No, no, no. I'm, I think I thought it was strange that I started to for real like him. No, I don't. Shut up, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having a conversation, and he's telling me that him and France have been talking, or she emailed him. And she was just saying how she was interested in him and wanted to fly him out and that she just needed for him to basically cut me off. And she wanted to make sure that he cut me off because she didn't want to be a part of a love triangle. Okay. Um, which is fair. That is yeah. totally fair. Um, this is where things get tricky. So he responds to her. And he's basically like, um, you know, well, it's my understanding that Natasha, she isn't serious. In her last episode on the show, she was talking about seeing these other two guys anyway, so you and I can get to know each other. And then France tells him, like, yeah, I understand that, but even if you and I are getting to know each other, I need to know specifically that you and her aren't dating she was very adamant which is it was kind of weird her persistence I have to be honest and so he's like no he was like you know he was like I don't know what's gonna happen with me and Natasha we're taking things slow 
Um, but, you know, in the meantime, you and I can get to know each other. Mind you, I'm sitting in his living room with him. This conversation, he wasn't messaging her while I was there. This was before I got there. And then, of course, after I left. Okay. We, we're sitting in the living room. We're cuddling. We fell asleep watching a movie together. Um, I th- he at one point we made out a little bit, and he wanted to go down on me, and I'm like, no, you your nose is running. Like, don't you? Do <laughs> <laughs> like, he he's just sweet. Like you we might have let- had you kissed him. It, not like that. Like it wasn't a whole huge makeout session because you know I was getting better and he was getting sick so it wasn't a lot of making out it was just one of those times where like it felt like we were actually getting on the same page and could actually see something growing so I'm thinking all right you know I mean we actually talked about dating each other exclusively so then you've been talking this was like date six. Okay, date six. But how long are y'all been talking? That's besides the point. <laughs> That's not besides the point. You can have six dates in a week. It's seven days in a week. That's not besides the point. <laughs> it was, it's been since sometime last year. I really don't remember. I'll say sometimes last year because that could be December or July. Don't try that shit. No, no, no. It was like December, November, December, something like so, not November, so question, December. So question. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm taking notes and, and putting things together here and okay. giving my analysis of this whole situation. Okay. Um, so far, I'm not 100% sold on your feelings for him. What do you mean? I think your feelings are for him because someone else wants him. You think I'm so shallow? I'm not saying that it's a shallow. I'm saying that it's something. It's something. It's not being shallow. It's being. It's more of a. That's mine. Hmm. Okay. So I was being territorial. Yes. So you think that if she would have never emailed about him, I wouldn't have wanted to possibly date him exclusively. Correct. Because that's where it was going at the beginning. You were. Okay. You were. Sending him off to someone new. Okay. And then, and, once, and then once he found traction with that, then you started feeling for him. That that's, that's just my take on it right now. Okay. And that's fair. And that's why I wanted to definitely talk to you about it because I can appreciate and respect your opinion. And and this is just an insight of how our conversations usually go, not on the podcast <laughs> when we're talking right. about other dates. <laughs> This is just like a, t- a take on we we talk about. This is how it goes off the air. Yes, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you this because I thought about what you just said, and this is this this is how I knew it wasn't that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. We were having a conversation. This we're texting. This is also before him and France started texting. We were having a conversation and he got really, really real with me. You know, he was telling me like, you know, at one point when we go on a date, we're going to go here. I know you love seafood. Let's go eat some 
some um, crab legs. And I'm like, you know, once you close your deals, it's a date. He's like, I appreciate you being understanding. Um, That's nice of you. And I responded to him. I said, like you told me, life is going to throw you grenades. It's up to us what we do with them. And if you're in a shit storm of grenades at the moment, I love to be the friend that keeps your mind off of it until it gets better. Um, and he's just like, you know, I really appreciate you not judging me. And we we had like a super real, real moment. And that's what changed it for me. Like, okay. it, it wasn't her. It was like the way our conversation was going after we stopped talking about her, the way our conversation was going, him really kind of me telling him all those things that I had took notice of him explaining it, being honest about everything. Mm -hmm. And then just that direction is what made me think, okay, that maybe I'm actually just putting my wall up too high. It could be something. I see why you say it was one of those things where, okay, well, actually, I only want him now because she wanted him. But that wasn't it. It was, it was him. Okay. So we, um, but it gets, so he's telling me, you know, he told me when he um, heard from her, um everything that she was saying he was this is where it gets tricky so he told me like oh yeah you know i heard from france he's like she seems interesting he's like but i'm really into you he's like she she keeps asking me basically to cut you off he was like and i'm not gonna fucking cut you off i like what we're doing i like where things are going and i'm like Okay, so when he was saying these things to me while I'm sitting there with him is what made me think, okay, we might can look into doing this whole exclusive thing. If mm -hmm. this beautiful woman approaches you, and clearly she has the money to fly you out to France, whatever, whatever, and you're like, I like what we have. So by this time, I'm flattered. I'm thinking, you know what? We're going to let's see what happens because, I mean, that was a pretty big gesture to me. Um, the next day he's invited me over to, um, a little like get together that he was having at his house and his brother was going to mm -hmm. be there with the brother's girlfriend. I'm like, wait, so we're meeting your family. Right. I'm like, I was very hesitant. He's like, you don't have to, if you don't want to, it's not any pressure. And I'm like, I'm so flattered that you would even ask me so early on. And I'm like, you know. I'll do it later on. He cancels because his mom was coming as well. And I'm like, yeah, we're not doing that shit. Um, <laughs> but it, it was okay with me that he canceled cause she was, his mom was coming yeah. anyway. It, listen, mind you in the interim, France is emailing me and she's telling me, I just heard she calls him by his last name. I think she thinks it's his first name. That's how that's how European she is. Because <laughs> like, yeah, she said bloody, so I was um, yeah. But um, okay, so <laughs> so she's she's telling me she's like, oh my gosh, he's so interesting. I'm excited to get to know him, and I'm kind of like, what do you mean? Because my understanding after we had this conversation about last night, and now we're meeting 
your brother and his girlfriend that we were kind of working to that direction. And now France is like, you know, oh, we're getting to know each other. Um, I'm just waiting for him to confirm that, you know, there won't be any type of love triangle. Um, and then I'm going to add him on my WhatsApp account. And I'm sitting here looking like, what is going on? Mind you, I had a situation come up. It wasn't the best situation, but I wanted, because we had this conversation about um, being honest and um, let me just tell you the situation. Okay. Freckler needed my help. Okay. And I told Blake Lanier, this is what I'm going to be doing. And I said, I want you to be okay with this, especially if we're talking about being exclusive. And I said, so what you can do is I'll let you know when I get there. I'll let you know when I leave. You can call me. You can text me. Let's FaceTime, whatever, so that you're comfortable with it because, you know, we have history. I don't necessarily know if I would have been comfortable with it. But, you know, because I was trying to make him comfortable, like, video call me. You can see what I'm doing, whatever, whatever. And so he did. I mean, he he did actually text me a couple times. And when I was with Freckler, I, you know, stepped outside or whatever and, and, um, uh, text Lake Lanier back anyway. So France is coming to me. She's telling me that he basically told her cause I didn't actually believe her. He told her, yes, you and I, as in him and France, can get to know each other because Natasha isn't serious. She's dating two other guys um, mm-hmm. that he highly doubted I was going to stop talking to or whatever. So he's not, essentially, he's not really worried about me. He can, you know, he can pursue France. Mm. And so I'm sitting there when she tell it when she tells me this because the way that she presented it to me, she's like, you know, me and Lake Lanier just discussed this. Um, I just wanted to thank you basically for giving your blessing, and if it's okay, you know, could you be mindful of how you mention him on your next podcast? <laughs> My mind is blown. Because I'm like, first off, how do we go from the night that we had where we... Before we go any further. Okay. I didn't know who the hell this dude is. Because for him to have two people trying to take him serious (laughs) at the same exact time in less than a month (laughs) is blowing my fucking mind. Cause I'm I'm just confused. Like I can't I can't get a bitch to stay with me for for two weeks <laughs> for a month. Like I'm I'm just confused on what, what what's going on here. So well, I mean I don't know. According to to some of your escapades, you got the tongue action. He he is cool, like very easygoing. Like he's just fun like he he just cool he's so sweet mm-hmm. like even after everything that happened I still just have so much good to say about him 
but it was crazy because now I'm like, how do we go from sitting here talking about possibly being exclusive to going, you know, having this thing where we're meeting your brother to you telling her, okay, well, she was talking about two other guys. I'm not going to take her seriously, man. You can date and see what's going to happen. I was totally blindsided. Okay. My my question to you at this point is, did I ask for that? Did I ask for that? Yes. Oh, God. Because you initiated all this. So <laughs> this whole situation is 110% <laughs> your fault. This I thought was going to happen when I gave you the email. <laughs> so. Listen, I cannot help it if I am not a cock blocker. And it's not about cock blocking. That's, that's overseas. Shit, she needs to go back and listen to episode five and she's trying to find people out. Okay. Listen, at the end of the day, though, it's a great lesson to have learned because what if I got serious with him and some shit like this happened? You cannot here. mix business and pleasure. Well, mixing business and pleasure is our business. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay. So I get her email and I immediately text him and I'm like, "So you lied to me about France?" And he's like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "Never. Mind. I wouldn't even gonna go into it." Yeah. Um. He's like, "This is why I wish you wouldn't have given me, given her my information." And I'm like, "Actually, you told me to give it to her, <laughs> but you still lied to me about the conversation you had so with you her." Try to bring it back on you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what really got me. I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I said, but it doesn't matter. Have a good night with your family. I think I left something in your bathroom. I'll stop by and get it. Um, so then that was it. The next day, I think the two of them were still communicating. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you how my conversation wrapped up with him. And then I'm going to tell you how her conversation wrapped up with him. Okay. He said, I'm upset with about the whole situation and how you set me up. I was like, I'm confused. What did I do that you didn't give me permission to? And how you chose this, to handle this was on you, not me. And I was just like, all I ever said was to be honest. And you didn't. I was like, I mean, she sent the email. So I know exactly what was said. And he was like, I was never dishonest about anything. She asked me to quit talking to you, which I did not do. And now I'm being called a liar and I haven't lied about shit. Oh now, this God. is the thing. That you just said you lied. <laughs> right. So, because I, I, I was sitting here like, am I missing something? He told, she asked him to stop talking to me so that they could, you know, see where things would go because she didn't want a love triangle. He I don't know if he ever said he's going to not talk to me. He just said, Natasha's not trying to take me seriously. She's talking to two other dudes. You and me and you can see where things will go. I will have to look back over the whole email exchange to see. So I'm sitting here like, you sat on your sofa and told me, you know, you you were really into me. You could see yourself with me. It was like, you know, like you would think he was running game, but he's sweet. So I'm not going to say that. But, you know, he was like, He's really into me. He want to see where things goes between us. Oh, shit. It kind of sounds like the same thing. Maybe he was running game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't It wasn't to, like, get in my pants or whatever. Um, then he said, 
Um, he said, I had a feeling you were trying to take to set me up. Oh, take care. You. It was good knowing you. I'm out. Well, now you set and, him up. Right. And I was like, I said, set you up. I was trying to date you. <laughs> what? He was like, then why would you give another girl my email and then sit there and conspire with her back and forth over everything she and I discussed? And I was just like, I'm sitting here and I went, I kind of just went off a little bit because it, there was no conspiracy. I don't know this girl from anywhere. She reached out to us and I, you know, talked to her. And, and I need to see what she looks like. So facilitated the you know meet but the conversation that they had between the two of them that I wasn't a part of how can he put that off on me there was no setup you told me we're gonna you you know you like me we're gonna see if we can look into dating exclusively but then you go and you start talking to her like eh, Natasha's not serious so then he says flips it back on me again well, to be honest with you, when you told me you were going over your exes to help him out, even though I said it was okay, I really was not okay about it. It showed me that you still have interest in him. I said, look, this is fine. What you did is indefensible, but it's completely fine. And France, and, and that was it. We stopped talking. France sent him an email. While I pull up that email, I want you to give me your feedback on what you think about him trying to flip it up around on me. Okay, so um, I feel where he's coming from. I wouldn't have, take, I wouldn't have took the same approach. I'm not siding with him. Um, what I'm as, as, as a, an adult, I'm not going to say as a man, as an adult, you have to take responsibility for your actions. And by him saying, "All right, give her my number." I'm not sure if he was, if he was feeling like he was being badgered enough to where he needed to give. Just say, "All right, let's just go ahead and see what he's, what he's dealing with." But on your point, he kept on talking to her, and correct, kept on, and kept on trying to pursue something, which I, I don't feel so. He 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 was trying to have his cake eat it too. Literally. That's that's what I feel. I felt like he was trying to play games. He was yeah. trying to take me as though I was for play play when I'm not. Yeah. Because maybe in hindsight, especially because I did ultimately like him, maybe in hindsight I shouldn't have given her his email address. But after he saw where things were going with us and after the conversation that he and I had, the fact that he still chose to go back and forth with her and even basically say he was going to cut me off is kind of, that, that's all on him. That mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do with me. And so, um, she reached out to me again and she's like, Hey, um, I just wanted to basically check in and make sure that you guys, that you hadn't heard from him. Um, I'm adding him, I I guess she was like finding him on social media, so on and so forth, because this girl was serious, presumably about flying him out and letting him get a taste. Yes. Like, like I said, like, 
no offense to France, but y'all gotta be trash. You gotta fly somebody from another country to get your pussy ate. Um, not true. I'm saying period, the men in France is trash if you don't know how to eat pussy. Like y'all invented French kissing, which involves the tongue. I'm thinking y'all did it. They named it after y'all. So right. y'all. But in order to use the 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 kiss that way, you have to use the tongue, and it has to be at a certain way. Like I, I'm just confused on that shit. The city of love, like. I'm going to tell you, one, like, one of the best kisses I ever had was with a guy from France. I'm, a re- I'm really about to pull my, a, a whole card right now. This is going to shock you. So many years ago, uh, me and our mutual best friend were in uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we met. Indian, you know, we met a whole bunch of people and we went into this. We're like, well, let's have a new experience. And she's like, okay, she found a hostel for us. And we walked in that motherfucker and I'm like, yeah, clearly I'm overdressed. I had on red pumps. Like I was, wow. And everybody else looked like they were borderline homeless. Okay. So, <laughs> it was crazy, crazy. So anyway, we met everybody there. They were so nice. They were so kumbaya, welcoming. Like, it was just, like, everybody might be on shrooms or something. This is just a real quick side story. Met a guy. He was from Paris or right outside of Paris. He was studying to be a doctor. And I was separated at the time. That's why I said pulling a whole card. I was okay. separated at the time. And me and this guy hit it off so well. We ended up kissing. And I was like, my God, are you serious? Like, it, it, was, it was like a, a mind blowing kiss. I won't say life changing, but it was a mind blowing kiss. And then I was, I, I don't know how I ended up filling his package or whatever, but it was like magnificent. Like, I'm like, damn, this is what they're doing with French boys? Like, I, I wouldn't expect that package on him. And so I told our mutual friend, I'm like, I want to lose my new virginity to him. You know, because <laughs> I've been married for so long or whatever. I'm like, and then separated, so I hadn't given it to nobody. I was like, I, I got it back. I want to give it to him. I couldn't give it to him then because it was the wrong time of the month. But that was, mm. so I don't know. But apparently she wasn't having good luck, which is why she wanted Lake Lanier. So after I sent him my message, like, you know what? You got it. You know, whatever. She, they, they were emailing each other. Mm-hmm. At some point she called him a liar. He's like, Natasha came over to my house and told me she was going to her exes. And honestly, that's why I wanted to talk to you. I knew she wasn't wanting a serious relationship. And that's why I was wanting to talk to you. That pissed me off. Because first off, I never said, like, we literally just had the conversation about trying to have something serious. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, and then secondly, I said, I want you to be comfortable with me being at my ex's house. Call me, FaceTime me, whatever, so I can make sure you're good. So I didn't have to do that. 
you know, he was at work. He didn't have to know where I was or what I was doing, but because I'm honest, I'm like, look, this is what it is, you know, and then I was going to his place to meet his brother and everything afterwards. Anyway, Miss France responded. She said, actually, I have to read this in my, in my British accent. She's not British. She's French. But I'm going to read this in my sick British accent. She's like, actually, I don't think that is what she said because I spoke with Han today and not yesterday. She helped her ex, but nothing transpired between them. Oh, and I think you... <laughs> she's from here, but she grew up over there. Okay, okay. She's lived like in several places abroad because of the work that her parents does. Okay. But mostly she's lived in France. So English is technically her second language. She's like, and I think you are aware of her visit to her ex's place and she communicated with you throughout her visit. She stated that she told you that she was interested in seeing you exclusive and you were to introduce her to your brother. Uh, Lake Lanier, you don't have to try to make things better looking for me. I'm not interested in you that way. I just wanted to experience your tongue. I just didn't want a triangle with, between us. <laughs> you are a liar and you don't have to email me again and I've already removed you from my WhatsApp. So, moral of the story, because I lost my accent like at the very end. When she came back to me, I told her this is what we're supposed to be doing, but you know, I'm done with the situation. You have fun. She emailed him and she's like, You didn't have to lie. I was just trying to ride your tongue, so you lied and I'm good. So he it was a situation where he lost both of us, in a sense. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> kinda of fucked up. But it's kinda of like It, it was almost like a lose-lose situation. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Let me tell you why it wasn't a okay. lose-lose situation. I was interested. We had that. We had the talk. We did. And even after we had the talk, he, instead of keeping with what we were discussing or instead of being man enough to talk to me about um, whoever I mentioned on the podcast last time or instead of telling me his real feelings about me going to see the ex, he's like smiling at my face, making it seem like everything is okay, but then entertaining her when all he had to do was just be honest with me, give me the opportunity to address his concerns and we fix it because I'm going to be dead ass completely honest with you. I was serious about him and if he would have told me I'm really not that comfortable with you going to help out your ex. Nine times out of ten, I wouldn't have gone. That's just, I was at that point like, okay, we can actually date exclusive. And the entire, all of our listeners know how it's been with me and Freckler. So if I say I'm at that point where, okay, well, you know, if that if he would have said no, then I wouldn't have, or if he would have said he wasn't okay with it, I wouldn't have gone. That's a big deal. But instead, he held it in. And then he started to talk to the to the other girl behind my back, like, "Yeah, I want to get to know you. Let's do this. Let's do that." Like, it it wasn't a lose lose. Well, I, I think he used that he used that as an excuse, um, almost, mm-hmm. in order to do that. Um, but that's isn't that because that was his motive? 
because whenever she was like cut her off he could have simply said I'm not going to stop talking to her you can talk to me if you want to but I'm not going to stop talking to her then it would have been win-win for him because then he would have still talked to me but then he wouldn't have known she wouldn't have known we were still talking until she heard the podcast or until she emailed me because I wouldn't lie yeah he said like they they were talking about what they like to do for fun um he's like i'm I'm curious about you um he's like we need to get to know each other and like he, he was doing the most um all while he's telling me like yeah i told her i wasn't gonna stop talking to you because you know we're good like he blatantly lied and lied to her too and it ended up being a situation where it's like all right well you know, Natasha's not going to talk to you, and I guess France isn't going to talk to you either. Like, I come to you with this question. After hearing the entire story, after hearing how I feel, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm fair, and I'm, so I'm going to say after hearing how he feels, because I read you his text messages, and then after hearing from France, was he set up or did he just try to scheme and take me for play play and it didn't work out in his favor? I think, as I said earlier, he wanted his cake and ate it too. So I feel like he truly wanted to be with you. And okay. he had another opportunity that most guys wouldn't get, a fly out. That's more of a woman's thing <laughs> that more than a man. Yeah, and it's a fly to a whole nother continent. Yeah. He was about to get flew out. All right. <laughs> flewed out. So flewed out. He's about to get flewed out. So that's a that's an opportunity that most guys aren't willing to well, I'm not gonna say most guys. Some guys are not willing to go away from. Um I'm not saying he was right. I'm not saying that he was wrong. Um there was there was talks of exclusivity. But mm-hmm. there wasn't a hundred percent there. Um, uh, uh, one thing that I don't understand. The so there's a lot of things I don't understand with this whole conversation. Okay. On both ends, um, like the love triangle. Well, I guess I'm different because I care less about the love triangle thing. But if I'm just going to go eat your box, then <laughs> I don't care if there's someone else that being there. Um, but I guess it's a more of like a cockroach situation. Than anything. So I guess she wouldn't be done with that or some swinger shit. So I, I, I guess I can see where she's coming from, but her like- thing, her thing was we have a lot of listeners because she was very concerned about people knowing it was her, okay. but she was really wanting a correction from the whole biting incident, and she just didn't want a situation where us. And the platform that we have with all of our listeners where we would talk about her and him and what they were doing. So she wanted to completely remove the podcast. Does she know we're talking about this right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, She wanted to completely remove the podcast and just have something for them to experience and then she wanted to email us and be like thank you because he actually was good at it but 
because he was kind of holding on to me and to her, she was like, no, I can't do that. Okay. That was her thing. I guess if it was any other girl on the street, she would have been like, she wouldn't have cared. But because we talk about, you know, most everything on the show, she's like, oh, hell no. Okay. Okay. I, I can, I, I can see that. Um, damn. He's back to swipe, swiping, I guess now. Um, I, he probably never stopped swiping, but I just really needed to get your opinion to see if number one, how would you have handled it? Mm-hmm. And, and secondly, was, was I wrong with basically like kind of cutting him off after this? Or oh, no, should no, I? No, you weren't. You weren't. I'm not saying you're wrong about that part at all. Okay. Oh, um, I, I would say that that you created this monster. <laughs> you created the whole entire monster. <laughs> okay, and, I'm gonna accept that. And I knew you was gonna do that once that happened. <laughs> um, and I had a feeling that's what this conversation was about when you told but me doesn't that. that make it se- that makes me seem like a schemer or something i just didn't want a cock block no no i i, I know where you were coming from okay and, and your attentions your attentions okay. weren't malicious um, okay i'm not saying that because we're cool but they from this story from beginning to end if he's listening he can just he can see that they were malicious um i don't think he he initially wanted to do it but then he probably thought about it, as, as most guys would. Um, think about, like, you know what? I could fly out here, eat the box, see the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I, I, like, I, like who, who knows? I might eat more than one box because her friends will send me. <laughs> so, Just going to eat his way through Paris? Damn right. They got good food out there. So. Oh my gosh, yes they do. <laughs> they have some of the best pastries I've ever eaten. I'm going to tell you one quick side note story. And this is another reason this was intriguing to me. <clears throat> I had the greatest time in Paris. Uh, I, when we went to, um, so that whole thing with Mona Lisa, where her eyes follow you, mm-hmm. experience that it was, yeah, it was cool as hell to Lou. We went to Notre Dame as well, the cathedral. And every photo I took in front of Notre Dame, I have an, a white orb in my picture. Ooh, it was freaky. It was freaky as hell. No matter, like, when I t- took pictures anywhere else in the city, wasn't an issue. In front of Notre Dame, every photo. And it was just me because I wasn't by myself. No one else had this orb in their picture. And I'm like, who is with me? Like, <laughs> freaky as shit. Their red light district, I've seen red light districts all over the world. The red light district in Paris was by far the most heartbreaking. Coming out of Moulin Rouge, I saw girls that couldn't have been no more than seven or eight years old dressed like hoes and prostitutes. Oh, that's disgusting. Seven or eight broke my heart. Their red light district was by far the worst that I've ever seen. But I was just... I, I definitely had this fascination because I'm like, oh, wow, the podcast is in Paris. So maybe I did create the monster. I will own up to that. But maybe. that's kind of one of – shut up, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of one of those things where you literally – it's Matrix. It's red pill or blue pill. Yeah. I didn't force him to talk to her. Like even yeah. if he's like give her my information, even if he was interested, 
interested in her. It didn't have to be the lies. Even if he was interested, it didn't have to be the lies to so me. I have I have a incident like this. I just thought about okay. it since you said that. Okay. So when I used to work in Atlanta, worked every lobster. Um, mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have said that, but, um, <laughs> but I, worked, <laughs> I worked every lobster. And one night I had this this couple sitting at a table late night. And I came, I got their drink order, came back, gave them their drinks, and the dude was like, "Tell him." I'm like, she was like, "No." He he's like, "Tell him." I'm like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "She said your eyes are beautiful." I'm like, "All right, cool, thank you." I heard it all the time, no big deal. So I continued with the order, I got their food, ordered them everything. So I'm checking out, and in the night, the managers have to have to check each check, right? Uh-huh. So we get to their check yeah and my manager is flipping them over each one just put them in order we get up we can see writing on the back of it so i was like hey thank you so much for a great service um your eyes are beautiful i think you're amazing give me a call mm. so my manager was like you read this i said no i didn't see that so i took it took that number gave her a call <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit gary <laughs> you ain't shit she was on a date. Here's the kicker. Okay. The guy wrote it. Wow. Yeah, he wrote it because he was jealous because she said that to me. Wow. Yeah. And I ended up <laughs> um being with her for a while after that. Like, we, ended up, <laughs> we ended up like dating. And they broke up? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was, that, wow. that, that was, was like they only been dating for like a week or two. Okay, so it was still new. Yeah, and he, he um, he fucked up right there. So, <laughs> so in this case, her boyfriend would be me, in that he facilitated or mm-hmm. he made the introduction. But it was up to her whether or not she actually talked to you or not, and she she did. Yeah. You're brave. Why is that? I'm going through with the with the call. Yes. She was with a whole partner, and you called her. <laughs> you, you ain't shit, Gary. I was, I was, I was a different Gary back then. My twenties. That was a. That was a. Well, I was twenty five. Twenty eighteen, Gary wouldn't have called. Um, I might have still called, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but like, that was last year. This is a new year. Yeah. So like, it it was, it it, it was dangerous, but. It, Very. It, it kind of worked out. Like me and her are still cool to this day. Like, like oh. we're not cool, cool, but I could still hit her up if I wanted to. She's married now. She's got married last year, but. Oh, well, that's good. At least you did get a friend out of it. Yeah. So. But I mean, you met her in person. It was actually different. And that was. Like... My... No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no, go ahead. That was what. That was my first time of someone offering me anal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? It, it was good. Cause it was good. It was surprising because we were, because I, I was, she'd never listen to this. So I could talk about all the shit I want. So I was smashing <laughs> and she was on top and then she was like, you want to put it in my ass? She like, just actually just like that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, you know, you're not going to ask you, you don't have to ask me twice. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Try this shit out, literally. 
and she just <laughs> hopped right on top. Wait, she was on top in the butt? Yep. True G. Wow. True G. Wow. Lube? No. What? I, no, I don't no, it wasn't no. Mm, I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. Where was she from? Brazil. Oh, okay. That's yeah. how they get them butts. Mm-hmm. Ain't tricking nobody. That's interesting. Now that's an interesting story. Yeah. I've never like been able to successfully complete anal. You know what I just realized too? What? Oh, listen, I was at the gym. Listen, you know um Black Rob song, Whoa, right? Yeah. So one of the lyrics where is it at? I sent it to my homeboys today because I had to pause it for a second. He says, 100 miles an hour switching lanes like, whoa. Plus, I'm getting brain from a chick like, whoa. Finger near my ass. Um, finger near a nigga ass like, whoa. <laughs> is that what he say? Yes. Like, I heard him say it. I said, that's not what he said. So I Googled the lyrics real quick. You know? <laughs> and that's what he fucking says. Finger near a ass, nigga. Finger near a nigga ass like, whoa. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. No, it's not. But it's 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 the way he's saying it. Like I understand that he's saying it because he's getting hid from the girl, and, and she's trying to put a finger up his, his his ass. But it's 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 like finger near a nigga ass. Like the only part I heard was finger near a nigga ass. Like whoa, like he was trying to finger a nigga's ass. And you never hear a rapper say that. No, that's why. And, and that was back in the nineties. I was like, hold on, how did we miss this? <laughs> Same way people were missing SpongeBob and all his inappropriateness. Yeah, because I, SpongeBob I was, nasty. Yeah. All right. One more thing I want to talk about. I know it's supposed to be just about that, but I've been seeing this a lot and think about this a lot. Okay. So with the Times Up Me Too error and this whole new take on approaching women. Mhm. How do? Because like. Growing up, it was like even when you go to the club, like when you when you when you at a club, a woman's at a club, she starts dancing, the guy just walks up behind her and starts dancing on her. Mm-hmm. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> that, that that's how it's looked at now. Mm-hmm. But that's the way, or, or grabbing a girl by the wrist or something like that. That's being aggressive. Okay. How do you approach someone this day and age? How do you bro- approach a female? this day and age without coming off creepy or aggressive or sexual harassment. Like, I don't feel like you can even compliment a woman anymore without them thinking that. I think it depends on your environment. Okay, like, I haven't been to the club in forever. If I'm at the club and somebody wants to get my attention and they, like, you know, grab my hand or whatever, I mean, I think that's... I wouldn't be... Unless I'm like on one, like, mm-hmm. and just being super sedity and prudish, I might pull my hand back and be like, don't fucking touch me. But I don't think that that's, you know, super inappropriate because it's loud. I mean, how else are they going to really get your attention? As far as going up behind a girl dancing and grinding on her, this has always been sexual harassment. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I but never thought of it that way. Sometimes, though, it, depending on the song, like Cash Money Records taking over for the 9 in 2000, <laughs> the girl going to just jump on you 
and started throwing it back on you. So she's sexually harassing you. So in in that particular environment, especially in certain cultures, I don't think it's offensive to just start dancing with a woman. It's just not. And if you do find it offensive, then you probably shouldn't be in that environment. What about the, day, the, the, the text I sent you the other day about me asking the woman, do you suck dick? That's not offensive at all. I mean, like, maybe I'm just hoish <laughs> or something, but that's not offensive at all. If you already smash, how mm-hmm. the hell, how, how can, if you hit it, you are within your rights to ask me if I give oral. You done already penetrated the vagine. How the hell am I going to get mad at you for asking if I would put my mouth on it? Like, you already experienced me. Like, yeah. that's not, a, but that's not even offensive if we haven't smashed because you need to know if we're compatible sexually. For instance, for instance, the Mountain Man, uh, Brewery Bay, told me that we were not compatible sexually. <laughs> what? Why? I mean, we don't even talk anymore. <laughs> why, are you not, uh, why are you not compatible sexually? I told him, I'm like, hey, I feel like you're slipping away. We're not talking as much as we used to. Um, and he said, if I dig someone, I enjoy kissing them. And I can sometimes only get off through oral. So I can hit it for so I can hit it for a long time, but I can't finish without some hand and mouth action. And your podcast says that you're not too enthusiastic about either one of those. Oh, he's a lucky man. I can't come from getting hit. Really? It well like it, it had, I probably can count on both hands how many times that happened. But most of the time you can go for fucking hours and I ain't gonna do nothing. But if I'm hitting, why is that? I have no idea. I'm not sure if it's the per like 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 certain people can can do it right. Certain people can't like like I guess it's like what she's doing. Like everybody think they're sucking dick well, but they're not. Yeah. Um, but I've had some experiences like that. I'm like, well, shit, I got lockjaw, so I don't know what to tell you. I tried. Good luck. <laughs> but um, yeah. That, that that's funny, but what episode did you say that on? Well, you remember I have I've always said that kissing was disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I maintain that kissing is disgusting. However, the older I get, the more I enjoy it, and that's what I told him. I'm like, you know, that's that's on you for listening to the podcast before you guys know me, because each individual and every experience is different. What have we got like, to last episode where we told him not to listen to the episodes? <laughs> right and this is the one who was doing all the research i'm like yeah, you know it's just you should experience it for yourself i mean because it could have been a situation where i couldn't keep my lips off of you or it could be a situation where i can't keep my hands off i don't i don't think i ever said anything about um hand jobs i don't mind a hand job until i mean i'm getting old so my carpal tunnel kick in and shit like that but like before the carpal tunnel kick in we good <laughs> but um sherlock holmes i'm doing research we yeah so we oh. ended up cutting it he cut me out well i guess we cut each other off but with the john talk to right now mm-hmm. we haven't even touched on a topic of sex okay and it's kind of weird because, like, it's even hard. Like, she doesn't 
it's, it's it feel, I feel like it's one, like the the conversation is always one sided. Like sometimes she'll get in the mood and start texting, but then some most of the time I'm asking questions, and she's never asking back. Like like the, she didn't even ask my birthday. Hmm. Okay, and that's literally one of the first questions I ask. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I would, I don't know. I would ask her how interested she is, <laughs> and maybe- because I. I understand that girls want to be pursued, but if she's not even trying to initiate conversation, maybe her attention is elsewhere. But but the the, the thing is true, true. But the thing with, with the girl always wanting to be pursued, that can backfire. So oh, for sure. In this day and age, being that there's so many options out there. Where I don't, right. I don't have to pursue you. That's true. So therefore, you should be putting as much effort that I am putting in. I would suggest pull back your effort, and then once she realizes it, be like, "Well, I mean, I ask you everything, and I don't even think you know my favorite color. Yeah. Maybe not. That, don't say favorite color because that's something that you learn like because like right down the line. Like, like I, I will like not send her a good morning text just to see if she'll send me one. Well, she does sometimes. First, but Why it's just. Are you sending good morning texts? I always send good morning texts. I did out forever. Are they scheduled? No, 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 no. <laughs> no they're not scheduled. If you get a good morning text like, from me, you can one. be sure at ten thirty the night before I scheduled that motherfucker. I ain't texting. No, like, like, like I said, I ain't sent one out today until eleven thirty. Okay. Yeah, like, like it'd be, it'd be random times. I, I would, n- I would never schedule a good morning text. Don't well, make I'm, me I'm, feel I'm, bad. I have, if, if I'm speaking with more than one person, then I will schedule them out. You just blast good morning to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, you know that you're super important if you get a good morning text from me. But I'm what you know. If I want to tell you good morning or I want to let you know that you're on my mind first thing in the morning, I'm probably going to find like a cute meme or something that says good morning. I'm thinking about you or something. I'm not just going to say good morning. I just think like I haven't hit her. I haven't hit her. I haven't hit her with the good morning. Beautiful or good night. Beautiful. Don't Um, do that. No, no, I haven't done that. I feel like that died last year. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it died last year. So I, I will tell you this. I don't think it's you know, odd that you guys have not talked about sex because me and Lake Lanier, we didn't start talking about it until several dates in when we, uh, I mean, because we made out or whatever, but we have like the sex talk until we were um, talking about actually having sex and I went and bought the condoms. I got to tell you something. Give me some advice. Which condom do I buy? Like, because when I went to the store to buy the condoms, I'm I was sitting there for about a good twenty minutes. <laughs> I only buy um the gold pack. Um, what's the name of those? Well, no, 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 not not those. Um, hold on. That is it's Magnum. No, it's not Magnum. It's not the <laughs> one. That's there. Hold on, I'm gonna go get the name of it. Okay. Gary actually put us on hold on the podcast, guys. Um, while he has us on hold, buying condoms is very difficult um, for a woman, I guess, if you are it's not a customer. 
teasing them. Ecstasy. Who? By who? Trojan. Trojan ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. If if if, if you go to someone's house and they got something besides another brand besides Trojan, you might want to get up and leave. Damn, I learned the hard have, way about direct. They have life lifestyles. Lifestyles like from high school. I can't. Even, like, <laughs> Lifestyles I can't even put on. Like everybody got pregnant from lifestyle. Yeah, like, 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 like lifestyles there are like so small. <laughs> um, I went to the store, and I'm I was re. I mean, because I have not had to use condoms in a while. Um, with Freckler, you know, I got tested. We just made it do what it do. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I've been married. So but anyway. I went and I'm looking and I'm just reading every box. It was so <laughs> difficult. I was looking at the ingredients. I mean, the, oh, the, ingre- yeah, the, the fillings and what they could do. Yeah, but no, the stuff that is made. I mean, it, it just became a research project for me. <clears throat> Don't do the bare facts. Don't scanning, do I'm scanning the box, pulling up Google reviews and stuff. <laughs> it was so difficult. And so, and then it was like, I don't know how they fit, like, because I, I hadn't had to use one in forever. So I finally got the variety pack. Okay, and a ec- good choice. Ecstasy, ecstasy was the one in there. It was like, it was a three count box. And um, it, the ecstasy was in there. I had, still didn't even open it because we didn't end up having sex that night because, you know, it, it was late and he was sick and, you know, whatever. Um, so I still got them. So this is good because I was tasked with busting it up on the first date and now I have condoms to help me out. Do you know what's crazy though? How, how you went out and brought condoms, right? Um, mm-hmm. I was with someone last year. Well, I wasn't mm-hmm. with them. Um, we were about to do something last year and I was at their house and they, were, and they asked me, did you bring a condom? I said, no. So you don't. She said you don't just carry one. I'm not a I mean, I think. <laughs> what you? What you mean? That's safe. Yeah, you, no. you try. You about to do something with somebody, and you. Ain't I thought that. She, I, I thought that. She, like most girls, I go to the house. They will have them. Really? Yes. Well, prior to the other day, I wouldn't have had any. Yeah, if you, you came over like, here, and you, you have, better you have, have your own. Keep them on, on, on deck. Like, like you can't keep. Well. It's kind of hard because, like, if if you have like a lifestyle or the Trojan barebacks, I can't even fuck with them because <laughs> they're gonna pop anyway. I can't put them on. So it's then and then we add, then then there's like a whole booty call store run type shit. <laughs> the lady at the store was like, "Have a good night." <laughs> I was like, "Thank you," and there was a guy that was checking out behind me. He started laughing too. And I was thinking to myself, do you do y'all get embarrassed buying condoms? Yes, one hundred percent. I hate buying condoms. I go to self check. If they don't have, if you don't have a self checkout at your store. I'm not buying the condoms from you. If I have to go behind, <laughs> like like the supermarket by here, you have to, they're behind the customer service. <laughs> like like imagine having to go up there and like yeah, behind the customer service, you like somebody getting their lottery tickets and you trying to buy condoms. Like, That's not embarrassing. I would think it would be like, yeah, you know, you macho, you about to get if, some if, ass. if I'm sitting there buying the Magnum XL, then I'm like, yeah, let me get <laughs> I say a lot of shit, like, yo, let me get those Magnum XL. 
no. Yeah, the, the, the Magnum one, the XLs. Hey, <laughs> no, 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 no. Average size only. We don't need nothing well endowed, breaking no bones and no mm-mm. regular, regular, regular. regular. So, so you want to be a lifestyle man? I was, uh, no, I didn't say a lifestyle man. I'm good with these Trojans. I, I was proud to buy them. I was like, cheese around. I guess I just looked like I was about to get some dick that I didn't get. Well, I, well, I don't care about because I, um, my insurance card, uh, buys them for me. So. Oh shit, mine did too. Why did I use my own money? <laughs> See, that's how you know I don't buy them. Uh, but okay. So then let me ask you this: If your girl sends you to the store to get a box of tampons, how do you feel? Are you embarrassed then too? Um, as a kid, I was not anymore. Cause I know Are you that, proud? Uh, I guess it's not a proud thing, but I just like I don't care. I'll be confused. I have been confused. Well, like, what is what is this? Like a whole fucking variety over there. It's like, it's like looking for condoms. Because I think the last time I went to go look for condoms, they didn't have the ecstasy pack, and that's the only ones that I use. They didn't okay. have the ecstasy pack, and I had to sit there and I think I had to go to another store. We're not buying my yeah. Amazon. Nothing had to go to another store. Dang. I yeah. mean, well, at least you use them. That's interesting, though, that you are uh, better with buying tampons than you are with buying condoms. I don't know. I just, I just feel like people are judging me. Like, like look at this heathen. <laughs> oh, why didn't I feel hoarse? I was like, I was cheesing like hell when I bought them condoms. I was sitting there <laughs> looking at them for long enough, like, People were walking by because I'm looking like. Like I okay. do hate I, I hate condoms with a passion, but. Really? Oh my god, I hate condoms. Why? Because because it doesn't it doesn't feel the same. It, like it, like it completely feels different. Like if you are if you fucking with a condom and then take it <laughs> off and then continue fucking, it's a completely different feel. But I thought they were making them so it was like barely there, the no, barely there ones. No, no, you can still bear, you can still feel it. Like the XC ones are barely there, but you can still feel them. So and the then barely how? One pops very easily. It's so damn thin. Yeah, use a okay. lot of lube. So then, how if that's the case? What do you feel if you have it on? Is it more of a mental thing? Um no, you 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 still feel it because it's like it's still like wet, but it feels like like that skin to skin contact is completely different than skin rubber skin contact. Right, so that's what I'm asking. So if it's it, when you take away the skin to skin and now you add the rubber, like what is the sensation? Do you even feel it, or is it just you have to think about what the fact, think no, about what you're doing? No, you, no, you still feel it, but it's just a different. It's not a different feeling, but it's not a, a as satisfying feeling as without mm-hmm. a condom. Okay, I've I've never had an issue with condoms. I mean, I, I meet guys who don't like them, but I don't know. I, the extra layer is like, oh wow, you got a little bit more girth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always good for the extra layer. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I'm not a fan of it. And if they had a pill that would stop me from having babies for a certain time period, then I would take that pill right away. But I think they do. I think it's just in production. Yeah, I'm not in taking testing. shit in production. 
<laughs> I need some people with some crackheads, somebody who's willing to take that risk for me. I'm not willing to take no risk with my dick not getting hard and things like that. Oh, you know, they actually have that, like with um the pill that supposedly prevents HIV. Like yeah, I, I saw that the other day on TV. I'm like, does this stop me from getting HIV if I fuck someone that has HIV? Which I'm not planning on doing at all. But I was—I saw that pill on on TV. I'm like, is this just for people with HIV already? Yeah, it's like somebody. I think it's if you don't have it. Okay, so it's my understanding that it works this way: you sleep with somebody who is HIV positive, and they're taking that pill. They can't pass it to you if you don't have it. Oh. We should research that because yeah, if you yeah. don't have it and you take the pill, I don't know if it's gonna actually happen. I don't think it's something where you can take it one time and you're protected. Speaking of pills, I need to cancel my subscription to that blue chew. So, um, it's so not even blue chew. We don't have a we don't have a um a promo form. But if I was y'all, if I was a guy, get some blue chew. It's amazing. Damn. It's, it's so interesting life. how our podcast went from Lake Lanier trying to play me to us <laughs> giving advice on condoms. Yeah. Yeah. That that is dating but nothing serious for you. Yep. All over the place. <laughs> and we and we didn't plan shit. No pre production. Nothing with this one. Nothing except for to talk about this particular situation to find out yeah. if I was wrong and if I set myself up or if there was something that he should have done different. And um, if you're still wanting to fly someone out to France. <laughs> you're available. I am available. I am not seeing anyone that is serious. <laughs> Natasha is not an option for Gary, so nope. here tongue, you go. <laughs> and my tongue game is strong. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, so now you about to get the fly out to Paris and I'm still sitting over here. If you need some references, I, I can sing some references <laughs> too. I'm pretty sure I can find somebody who's willing to tell you how good the tongue game is. Um, you about to get flued out now and I'm sitting over here <laughs> just by myself because now Lake Lanier is gone. Well, that's Blue my bucket Ruby list. France is my bucket list. So. You know what? You can find a really inexpensive flight to France. So I see flights to France for like four hundred dollars all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna skip late right now. I just brought my dad a flight from Orlando to Philly, and I need to look for um PHL to France. I wish I could have my fucking birthday, but that would be nice. Yeah, and I could give you some recommendations. Like it would be really, really cool. Um, I don't know who I would go with because. As of now, listen to this. As of now, I don't. Now that Lake Lanier is gone and Brewery Bay is gone because he think I don't want to kiss him or give him a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to anybody. Oh. I have like. So you're back to swiping? <laughs> I was swiping and it got annoying. So I just. Turned it off. You know what hinge that someone that pissed me off? Like I've I've matched with several people, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know for the location, you have to hit the thing that says deal breaker. 
if you don't hit the deal breaker, it's going to be giving you locations outside of that radius of that. Like, if you, whatever radius you put, it will still give you things outside of that radius if it's, if it's not a deal breaker. Really? Yes. I didn't I know that. that. I found that out the other day. So, if you're using Hinge, go to your um, the distance and underneath the yeah. distance. Once you click on it underneath the distance, it will say deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. It, and then it will, it will fit fit for that range. Because I was getting people that was like two, three hours away from me. And we was talking. I'm like, fuck. Why are you so far away? Yeah, I was sitting there thinking the distance. Like, I cut the drive. So I ain't fucking doing that drive. <laughs> uh huh. Then that probably girl who's going to fly you out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't even have Hinge anymore. I might need to re-download it, but I, I'm okay for now. Um, I have some... Okay. It's probably not shocking news. Um, guess who I have talked to more lately? Um, Freckler. <laughs> because of this whole situation. And you start telling him about it, and he's like, oh, I can take care of you. Come in there on my children. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> he, was, he didn't treat you right. Okay. He was such a guy. Uh, Freckler ain't like that. Freckler would be like, that's, he would say something to me like, that's what your punk ass get. Like, he wouldn't say anything to console me in that manner. Um, but the thing is, it's been like on a friendship thing. It hasn't been like, oh, baby. It, it hasn't. It's just been cool. And I guess it's not a problem because I don't talk to nobody else. Like, I had this guy um, text me today, and I had deleted his number before. And when he texted me, I was like, who is this? He's like, well, shit, never mind. And I'm like, okay. And then, anyway, he was like, we still need to hang out. So I saved his number. We didn't hang out, so I deleted his number. He texted me today. He's like, hey, this is yada, yada, yada. How are you? Because he knew I wasn't going to know who it was because I deleted the number of fucking mm-hmm. in. But I don't, I mean, it's one dude who just like keep asking me if he could be my sex partner. I'm like, no. <laughs> I, like, no, I'm so like actually by myself, which is okay, but I don't talk to nobody. Go figure. See, the bad thing is, like, I have people that I can hit up just for sex. But I haven't. I have not done it. Because you've been behaving. Yes, I have not done it. Turned over a new leaf. Like, I can do it, but I have not. And I will not. <laughs> not until February. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, you got to fall in love this year. Let's not forget. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I have not. Like, I have not done anything. Like, I've or come close to saying I love you or something like that. That's yeah. how we're doing that. I miss Lake Lanier, I'll tell you that much. I wish that that situation didn't turn out the way that it did because he was cool. I liked him. But everything happens for a reason, so. Well, what was the reason that he was just not the one that I should be taking serious? Well, I don't know the reason, but it happened for a reason. All right. Well, that's fair. It, it, it probably shows some true colors that that, that you were hidden, that you exposed. But would it have come out if I wouldn't have, you know? Well, that's the thing said, you hey. never know because you exposed them. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
He might get a hey big head one day, though. <laughs> <laughs> he might get one. Women, they just love toxicity. Yeah. I don't know why people are like that. Anyway, you got anything else for us? Uh, nope, that's it. Just another episode it's, of probably the longest episode of Day and But Nothing Serious. It's easy to forget that we're on a podcast right now because we're normally a lot more structured. This is just like a regular conversation with us. Yeah. But um, as always, thank y'all so much for listening to another episode. Um, you can go ahead and rate us, share it, um, tell everyone in your dormitory or wherever you're listening from. <laughs> go ahead and listen to it. And if it's more than one person listening to it, tell them to listen to it on different devices. Um, <laughs> yeah, let us get a stream from each of you guys. Yeah, but um, shout out to France. France, yep. Bonjour, au revoir, <laughs> au revoir. Sorry, uh, Gary. No, I know. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you knew, if you want to email us some information or um, stories about your adventures, whatever, email us at dbnspodcast.gmail.com or you can leave a message, click the link in our bio that will take you to where you can leave a voice message um, or you can DM us, whatever you want to do. Um, but as always, thank you for listening to another episode of Dating But Nothing Serious. With Gary and Natasha. Natasha and Gary signing off. Yeah, like, like, what the hell was that? Like, that was not our sign off. <laughs> yeah, you just you just gave them that the end. <laughs> oh, my God, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's late. Anyway. <laughs> I got to. All right, thank y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>